it's it's almost his worst enemy because there's so much as we're bombarded with so much information out there it's difficult to know what is good and what's bad which is essentially why i'm one of the main, main reasons for writing this book because i've basically taken lots of kind of all the best uh, kind of learned from the, the greats from the past put the reader in the present and to help them guide the future so essentially it's um doing a research um about kind of what's available out there and also doing research on yourself so knowing yourself can of help you get to where you want to get to. Also, would you say then, when in terms of knowing yourself, it's a case of knowing what you want to achieve long term. It's not a short term game, is it? So we always come back to what's in investing versus speculation. So investing is a long term game. Um, it's buying assets that are going to produce an income for you. So in terms of tip three, what would it be? So it's credit cards. So credit. Why are you getting credit cards? Everybody loves I hate credit cards. Card. Um, because they're so damaging to long-term wealth. So credit cards, um, essentially, they're like I think they're like they're like sugar for your teeth. Like they're, they're so they're they're addictive and it's, credit can be so easy, but they're so so damaging to your long-term wealth. But there might be some people who are thinking, well, Neil, how am I going to start investing? I need the, the initial credit. How do I get it? Yeah, I mean it's hard. Like that's the thing. I, I understand it's hard, but it's. Um, which is why I've given the kind of the three, the five easy kind of method to do. But it's just getting started, paying yourself first, and not using credit cards. So my, my whole system that I've created is, it doesn't use credit cards at all, not even a mortgage. Um, but it's good. It's good debt and bad debt. So good debt can be. So if you're a doctor, for instance, or you're credit um, you, um, using uh, debt, pay, student debt, for instance, if you want to be a doctor, mm. um, it's if essentially if it's Good debt is if something's going to go up in value, whereas bad debt is if it's going to go down. So, what's an example of bad debt? So, bad debt is buying so a TV uh, on credit cards. It's going to essentially go down as soon as you uh, purchase that TV. It's going to go down in, in value. That's not a good investment. That's not an investment. Um, whereas, if you're buying a family house with a mortgage, that's going to over 20 years time. That's going to you're that's going to go up in value looking at kind of the long term uh, long term history so really yeah difference between good good debt uh, and and bad debt but credit cards um, are so dangerous because the compound interest works against you so you can quite so easily you can explain compound interest again just quickly for our view for those who don't yeah, understand so, so compound interest uh, Albert Einstein said it's the eighth wonder of the world it's essentially it's making money it's, it's the interest on the interest so if you've got um if you're getting a return on your um, investment, it's the, basically the money working for that money working for that money. So um, it's really, um, yeah, one of the best ways for long-term investments to use compound interest for you, rather than essentially using credit cards use compound interest against you. So you're going against the forces of, of nature essentially. So, so in terms of layman's terms, would you say that um, when credit cards use compound interest against you, it's kind of like you having compound debt basically. Yeah, where exactly. Your debt gets worse and worse. Yeah, and there's fees as well. So it's also having that money mindset. So if you've got um, a mind space about paying, you've got credit card bills coming through. You're like, oh, I have to pay this credit card rather than you know it's that stress that you don't need every day, and it's just it's it's kind of increasing um, yeah the stress to people's lives. Like, essentially, I want to make investing and people's money mindsets or helping people as easy as possible having credit cards essentially works against you so just to briefly sum that up it's the case of you've got your personal wealth and you've got your mental wealth and it seems like credit cards can impact both yeah of them. yeah so exactly i mean uh, money worries tops the pole of um of 
kind of the stresses to millennials and it's it is it, it's, yeah having credit cards and yeah doing having these things that working against you it's really impacts mental health and uh, mental mindset as well so we told you what not to do so tip four is so drip feed your money into into the market so right so there's a tendency to put all your money into the market at once um, where what you can do is just drip feed it every month into the market so by paying yourself first um, then you can pay um, drip, drip feeding it into it so when the market's high you're essentially buying less um, units of these shares or, or assets when the market's low because the market's low you can essentially buy more of these units of assets so, so if you just explain what you mean by drip feed like yeah, so practical sense. what they call is pound cost averaging so by um, every month um, you, you put money automate it into the market so you don't even have to think about it you don't have to worry about it but if you as soon as you get paid set up a uh, automation uh, automation system where it, it puts in month after month so in good times you're paying into you're paying yourself into um, to, to buy assets and also even in bad times when mark markets are low you're still putting paying yourself first into the market and then it's even better so people worry about market crashes but actually it's like a it's like a, a summer sale because markets are low you can actually buy more units of assets when the market's low if you pay every month so it almost becomes the, the ups and downs of the market can almost become irrelevant because um you because you're paying good times and bad times you're you're over the long term you're going to that is going to so would you say that also ties into you thinking long term, not short term? Yeah, so you yeah. can you can kind of middle out those yeah, so it's, it's exactly. So it's so investing is very it's a long term strategy, whereas speculating is trying to time the market. So investing is time in the market, whereas speculating is timing the market. So again, we're going to move on to tip five. What would that be? So having a diverse portfolio. So asset allocation is one of the most powerful things you can do for investing. And it's just having different asset classes. So we talked about having businesses, so shares of businesses. We talked about having property, so having um, assets in, a, in property and also a pound coin in your back pocket. So that, these are all different asset classes. So by having these three working for you, it's, um, it's a bit like having at work, you might have three, you, uh, you're in a team of three very different people. So you might have someone who's very creative. You might have someone who's very good at accounting or you know, very good at maths, kind of the detailed person. Then you might have someone else who's very um, the ideas person, or who's very good at kind of organising or planning. Mm. And these three work, these three people working together, it's like synergy is created. So essentially, the 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 sum of the individual parts is greater than the, the, the combination of these three working together is greater than the individual parts. And essentially, you'll get so you're getting these you're getting these natural synergies. And it's similar with investing. So you've got um, you've got these synergies of different asset classes working. Uh, together with different strengths and weaknesses, and they um, they work at different stages of the business cycle. So different class, different asset classes work differently in um, different asset classes, and also diversify not in asset classes but within asset class. Um, so I, by that I mean, don't just buy one share. By um, technology is amazing these days. You can do so many things that you couldn't do 10, 20 years ago, and mathematicians who are much cleverer than I am. Um, essentially worked out that it's much more beneficial to diversify, say have 50 companies um, in, a, in a portfolio than just one company because it's what they call standard deviation so um, you, you don't have that risk of having that one company. So is it kind of a situation where 
let's say you've got that one company it's technology and technology goes down you're going to go down but if you've got technology you've got pharmaceuticals you've got other stuff then yeah. you can kind of ride it out because whereas one goes down another one go, might go up as well yeah and to use that technology example as well so you might just you don't want to just have Facebook or just um, think of MySpace I don't know if those people remember that, like social media platform back in the day uh, yeah exactly <laughs> so by having that you have counterparty risk so having that um if you invested in MySpace and then I know, all of a sudden there's a, a swing in a different, uh, the next big thing. But if you have 50 technology companies, then you're going to benefit from um, that kind of human in, ingenuity, uh, kind of, um, yeah, you're basically benefiting from having those five, uh, 50 different companies rather than just the one company. There we go. So those are five tips on how you can be a better beginner investor. Neil, we can quickly run through them. So first and foremost was to start. Yep, exactly. Then it was to make sure you're doing your research. Then we went into credit cards. They're bad. Don't use them. And then we moved on to drip feeding, which is, of course, maybe set up an automated system where exactly. you're just putting a little bit of money, whatever you can afford, and then bit by bit, over a long period of time, your little bit of money turns to a lot of money. And then finally, diversify your assets or portfolio, making sure you have lots of different assets from lots of different places. So those are five tips. Of course, the main tip is invest what you can afford. Don't be silly. But we're also going to end with a chapter from Neil's book, and that is making sure you have a life plan and a map. Neil, explain that to our viewers. Yeah, so begin with the end in mind. So know where you want to get to eventually. So yeah, have a, have a life plan. Know, essentially know what, know where you want to go. So picture the 60-year-old version of yourself. Where will you be living? What will you be doing? How will you be um, affording? How can you afford where you're going to afford? So by thinking ahead, um, kind of picturing the future self your future self, it really kind of um, reinforces um, yeah, where, where you want to get to. So essentially by having a plan, it gets to where you want to get to quicker. So think of it like a, a car journey where you're, you're, you're starting off and you want to get across the country. If you have um, an idea of where you want to end up, you're going to get there quicker than if you kind of just end up getting in a car and just start driving. Um, and having, um, having a map as well. So you you actually know how you're going to get to your end destination rather than, I mean, I'm terrible at directions, so um, I've, if I didn't have a map or didn't know where I was going to end up, then uh, you could end up going down kind of, you know, country roads miles away. But yeah, by having a plan and essentially beginning with the end in mind, it means that you'll get to where you want to get to quicker. It's kind of like tip two, do your research. Like all of us who can drive can jump in a car and just keep going straight, but you probably won't get where you need to go. If you do your research, you've got your plan, you may be even using Google Maps, so you've adopted someone else's plan, but you trust in their plan. It's going to enable you to get where you need to go in the most efficient manner, and hopefully you won't lose ample amounts of money in the way or time or things you could be better spent doing other things we did briefly touch on the mental health aspect of credit cards yeah and when it comes to that money mindset why do you think that's so important yeah i mean money worries tops a whole of millennials um so i think there's a real stress out there people are either not making enough money or don't i think it's basically people are uns it's about we're not taught this at school so people don't know how to invest or um, financial literacy is is not what it should be um, and yeah 
by it just compounds with the mental health problems. If people are getting credit card uh, bills through their um, letterbox every week, that's going to be a real stress for people. How to um, yeah, how how they're going to pay these bills? But I mean, saving sucks. We all know that. But there's an easy way. If you automate your, you pay yourself first through automated systems. It just makes life so much easier. And yeah, that's, that's just it. It just makes life that much easier. So as we try to show you in this episode, do your research, make sure you've got a plan and it's going to help your life, not just your investment life, but your actual day-to-day mental well-being as well. So once again, thank you for joining me, Neil, and thanks, thanks for having me on your podcast slash program as well. You can follow us on the little things that appear on your screen, of course. Make sure you grab yourself a copy of Neil's book and we'll be back with episode three. This is Millennial Money Mindset. Thanks a lot for joining us. And thanks so much for all the five-star reviews that we have been receiving. Please keep it up. Please keep up the five-star reviews because it helps with my rankings and um, people to find me. Thank you so much. And, yeah, see you again. Money. Mindset. Sounds alright.